You're listening to a podcast brought to you by the Cloud Security Alliance, recorded live at London Olympia as part of InfoSec Europe 2017, presented by Richard Morrell. Recording at Info Security 2017 here at London Olympia, very, very noisy, but we're in a corner of Olympia where I'm hoping we can be able to hear ourselves think. Joining me on the microphone, Martin Edwards from the Cloud Security Alliance's newest member, Druva. Hello there, nice to meet you. What did Druva do? So we're all about collecting data for organizations um, direct to the cloud, but providing the ability for organizations to get more out of that data. So we provide backup and recovery solutions but rather than a backup that just gets put into a drawer just in case it's needed, we provide information back into the business to allow them to do more with that data and with that analysis. A lot of analytics. A lot of analytics involved, and it's collecting data from multiple sources. So not only are we looking at laptops, smartphones and tablets, we're also able to collect and protect data in Office 365, G Suite or Salesforce.com and from a single pane of glass, allow an organization to search, analyze, and see all of that data. It's great because the problem is we have so many disparate sources and organizations. Exactly, and that's the whole idea here, providing a single pane of glass that allows an organization not only to be protected from a backup and recovery and DR perspective, but also to understand and do more with that data, rather than just having multiple silos of data being used for different purposes. But do you find also it allows businesses to get the most out of their investment? This, yeah, again, the same thing. A lot of people, when they are moving to the cloud, one of the first places they would go is Office 365 or G Suite. But organizations don't realize that Microsoft or Google don't actually provide data protection. It's something that's still the client's responsibility. And with GDPR on the radar, there's nowhere to hide. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. The, the data that is in hard-to-reach places is the most important data. We're not only able to just have that data as a copy for backup and restore, but we can also do search within text of those documents against sensitive data that's PII, HIPAA, credit card information, and actually alert proactively to organizations whereabouts this data is and more importantly, we can then target that data to be removed, not only from that user's device or location, but also all of the historic snapshots contained with. But that's a huge amount of physical data, a huge amount of logged traffic. Yeah, a huge amount of data at the front end. The technology that we use is great because we dedupe everything at a block level for the organization. So ultimately, we're looking at a very small footprint in the cloud that is our single golden copy of all of the data. And we're able, through the analytics there, to be able to do an awful lot with a small amount of data, making our service able to be used as a direct-to-cloud model without the need for gateways in between. But as we move into the, you know, the, the modern era of huge data warehouses and huge warehouses, we're picking this Amazons of this world, you know, I went to the, the UK's largest hauling, haulage company a couple of years ago, and they've moved from having a guy with a clipboard doing a picking list to an iPad and a robot. And all of that's data. Absolutely. And the thing is, that data needs to reside somewhere. And typically within an organization, it is going to be with one of the major players, like Office, uh, Office 365 or G Suite. That data, whilst it exists and it's still accessible online, 
those platforms are availability platforms. There isn't the built-in point-in-time recovery that is end-user-centric to be able to track and monitor and see what's going on with that data. That's where Druva comes in because we are able to do that in addition to provide not only the protection but also the analytics around that data for the organisation. So let me throw you a slight curveball. One of the things obviously on radar now is IoT and again IoT marches on data. Absolutely and, and yes we are looking at that. I mean, at the moment, we have backup solutions for endpoint devices, cloud apps. We also do server backup with our Phoenix product. So taking VMware and server elements direct into the cloud for protection. IoT is interesting because how much unique data is physically going to live on those IoT devices and how sensitive is the data that is physically going to be stored. From a business perspective, and we look at protecting enterprises, we're all about the data that is created by their employees and having that tied to the employees with full, full visibility. So IoT is changing the game. But then when I got into data protection, we had salesmen connecting to dial-up modems from their hotel rooms. That was a different time. PC anywhere for the win. Absolutely. Bad old days. I can still, I can still hear it in my ears. Yeah, the, the good old 28K modems dialing up and blasting away. PCMCI sports the modems. God, what would we have done without them? <laughs> it's crazy. But, but yeah, so life changes, but businesses need to adapt, need to change. I've been with Druva now for six and a half years. It's a completely different business to the business that I joined six and a half years ago. We were an on-premise software company that was providing on-premise software to do backup and recovery. Now we are predominantly and over 90% of what we're selling is direct to cloud-based. Amazon Web Service and Azure backend, no infrastructure, that's the way the world is going. Lose the infrastructures but still be able to have single gatherings of all of that data. So does a consumer simply install your AMI on his Amazon instance? or No, so we provide um, software as a service. So we provide the entire platform. So um, an organization will um, consume licenses for end users um, or cloud applications licenses. We provide the infrastructure, the storage, and everything as an entire managed stack. How many people in the company? Um, so we're currently running at around about 420 globally. Um, we were an Indian-born company, so we were born in, born in Pune out of India um, eight years or so ago. Uh, we're now headquartered out of California, um, obviously for VC funding. Um, globally, we are 420, as I say, around about 300 of those still based out of Pune, who are our engineers, our support, our Q&A, um, with head office, obviously California, and a sales operation out of there, and the sales operation out at EMEA, out here in London. Well, we're very excited at CSA to have you on board as a member. I mean, it's a two-way street. There's relationships on... The, 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 the guidance I give to new members is you get out what you put in. Absolutely, and we love being part of that and being able to uh, be part of something that we can help change uh, and change thoughts and change processes, and that's why we feel it's important having that, having that synergy. We talk about governance a lot, but it's not just about governance. It's, it's, it's about 
ambition. Customers have ambition. Sometimes they want to run before they can walk, and very often you must be part of that. Yeah, I mean, and we are, you know, governance is a big, big, uh, you know, a big buzzword. GDPR, we are hearing so much around, you know, needing to have that understanding of not only what your data is, but where it's located in your organization. And the InSync product we have is all very much targeting down to that, those areas of your business where you don't really know where your data is or what your data is. But uh, as I say, it's an evolving, uh, an evolving business, an evolving world. We're adapting and changing and adding features and functionality with time as we listen to our customers. Our customers tell us what they need and we attempt to deliver what we believe is going to be the next big thing in the market. And that's the thing, sitting listening to you this afternoon, it's very obvious that you're trying to solve some of the problems that customers don't yet know they have. And, and this is it, yeah. So many of our customers are shocked when they do actually deploy our solution. They know that they have data on endpoint devices. They don't really realize how much or what the content of that data is. And should that fall into the wrong hands, could be incredibly damaging to that business. Martin, thanks very much for taking the time to be on the podcast. No problem. Thank you very much for yours. Thank you.